gosh, hello. Hello, hello. Uh, I'm very happy that you're here. And uh, I have I have some tea, some literal tea. <laughs> um, yeah, this is my podcast, Tea and Scandal. And I am here with you. And you are here with me. And we're just going to have a chat, basically. That's what it's all about. It's just, um, you know, life and stuff that inspires me or whatever and and that's that that's my introduction today <laughs> I have my little cat Grim with me and he has promised to be good sometimes lately he gets a little excited um, I've always like uh, you know he and I are always together so when I record stuff I usually don't have to kick him out of the room or anything like that he usually just comes in but a couple of times lately he's just gotten a bit just wants to get involved somehow <laughs> and it's like you know thanks grandpa I don't really need your help on this zoom call <laughs> but he looks fine today he's all all calm and relaxed he's a lovely boy uh, anyway we are not specifically here to talk about cats today um so yeah, I guess just to dive right in, which we might as well do, uh, I was sent a book by Celadon, which is a publisher, and that was as part of, uh, I have a, a blog where I review books, and they were nice enough to send me this book, so that's my full disclosure there. But I wanted to share it with you guys here, because this book is called The Book of Hope, and it's co-written by Jane Goodall and Douglas Abrams. Um, so, how do I introduce Jane Goodall? She is, uh, she's done a lot of things, basically. <laughs> she's kind of, well, first of all, she's a doctor and a DBE, which uh, is pretty cool. So, she's an ethologist and environmentalist, um, and her speciality was animal behavior. So, she was always fascinated by animals and um, she worked with paleontologist I think he was Dr. Louis Leakey and the reason I mentioned him is because when I was in high school our science labs were all named after different scientists and one of the laboratories was named after Louis Leakey so it was the Leakey laboratory <laughs> it's the little things in life anyway uh, yeah, so she went to Kenya and studied chimpanzees, which are our, uh, they're sort of most closely related to us. And yeah, she, um, learned a bunch of stuff from them and got into, um, chimpanzee behavior and she worked in conservation and stuff like that as well. I'm explaining her really badly, but she's just done a lot of things. So she's a dame of the British Empire. She's a UN messenger of peace. Um, she's received a bunch of honors and she works to make sure that, you know, she works to fight climate change, loss of biodiversity, um, things like that. So I don't know if you've never seen her do a talk, just look her up on YouTube because it's so lovely, like her voice is lovely and her warmth and humanity 
kind of come across really well when you hear her talking. Um, but anyway, this is a book that came out. There was another one that came before it, which I haven't read. Um, the Book of Joy was the previous one. And that was with um, the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu. He has such a lovely name. Anyway, had. I think he recently passed. Anyway, um, the book is about hope. And I just thought that would be a really nice thing to uh, to open up our podcast season this season. Because I like to do these in seasons. Um, yeah, because I think every time I record a different episode of this, there's some new thing in the news or somebody has, you know, a friend has kind of come to me with like, oh, I'm worried, you know, about this big thing or that big thing. And the problem is when you see problems in the world, especially big ones, you know, like war, famine, uh, climate change, one person can't make a difference. And you are that one person. So you get overwhelmed and frightened and you can't fix anything from that place and it keeps you um, kind of frozen and paralyzed and that's not a practical place to be and you can't do anything from that place within yourself and also it's just exhausting you know like who wants to feel like there's nothing we can do it's also not realistic because there are things we can do and yeah so that's kind of what this book is about uh, there's a little bit about Jane Goodall's background, which was uh, quite fun and interesting. There's a couple of photographs. But she talks about, in this book, she talks about what hope is and her reasons to be hopeful about the future um, of the planet that we are on. So there's actually like science. <laughs> there's actually like science. There is science. Uh, studies about hope specifically and uh, there are four components that are essential for a lasting sense of hope um, so this is on a macro and a micro level so whether that's you're thinking of your own life or whether you're thinking about saving the world or an entire country uh, you need to have realistic goals to pursue as well as realistic pathways to achieve them and you need uh, confidence or belief that you can achieve the goals and some support to help overcome adversity along the way and so this those four components are called the hope cycle and that's because they're not like steps on a road you know like you can kind of start with support and then find the goals and the more it kind of gets an impetus going, which I find a lot of positive things, hope, gratitude, the more you engage with them, the more you get, the more you have, the more, it, you know, it kind of goes like in a cycle and builds and it can draw other people into it like a wave. So, so those are, that's kind of like where we're starting at with um, talking about hope. So I was saying this to a friend uh, just yesterday or maybe it was even today I don't know days all blur together for me I'm that kind of a person so my friend was like oh the world is terrible and I hear this a lot lately and um and it's just not true there are some terrible things going on there have also historically been terrible things going on but we live in an age where we can be bombarded like 
if something is going on in the world, you can turn off the news, but you're going to hear about it from a friend and you're going to see it on your social media feed and then you're going to see it on your other social media feed. It can be very difficult to um, have that downtime and get away from things. And so my friend was just saying to me, like, you know, I kind of feel like this because people are terrible. And people are not really terrible. Mostly they're pretty great. Um, there are you know, as soon as you say people are pretty great, you're going to find somebody who's like, what about like Ted Bundy or like Hitler? Like, obviously, but not everybody, like that's a really tiny amount of people that are like, you know, sociopaths and that kind of thing. The world is not full of people like that. Most people are pretty nice to each other. Also, because we have um, education and also science is progressing and our understanding of different things is progressing, we live in an era where we are kinder to our children, we are kinder to our spouses, we are kinder to animals, we are kinder to our environment, um, and we are more interested in conserving it. Um, statistically, like illness, I know it's hard to say, like illness is at its lowest uh, when we're sort of still in a pandemic, but it's true. We are finding cures for illnesses. Um, some illnesses have been eradicated, so we don't have to worry about them. Um, so it's actually a really great time to be alive, even though it might not feel like it, and that's fine. Um, so there's a reason to start with to feel hopeful. And it's also a really nice time because we can connect with each other. Um, I, I saw something one day where... Somebody was saying, like, nobody cheers you on like you're sort of the Instagram friends that you've never met. <laughs> and it's it's funny. It's true. Like, uh, I mean, obviously, I have friends that are very happy for me. But I do, you know, historically speaking in my life, I've had friends that have been like, oh, I won't I won't tell them I did well at that because they won't really be happy for me. And it might, you know, but you can I can post something, you know, on my Instagram and people will be happy for me. Uh, my friends that I have never met before will be happy or will help me find solutions and stuff. So it's a great era to connect with people that, you know, you have stuff in common with globally. I think that's exciting. Um, anyway, uh, gosh, there's so much in this book I want to share with you guys, but I also want you to <laughs> not have the whole book spoiled. Um, but yeah, basically the book has like these sections and those are Jane Goodall's four reasons to be hopeful um, which are uh, the am amazing human intellect it's kind of exciting the resilience of nature the power of youth and the indomitable human spirit isn't that nice? I love the word indomitable. There are some words that are just fun to say. So when we're talking about hope, we're not talking about like um, idealism. I think it can get like, you know, sometimes when we think of hope, it's like Pollyanna thinking or uh, Pollyanna is actually a really great book, by the way. I kind of hate when people use Pollyanna as a negative and then I just did it. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, hope isn't like not seeing that the odds are against you or um, anything like that. It's not like a delusion or a denial, but it's a response to those things. Um, so it's taking facts and obstacles into account, 
but not letting them overwhelm you or stop you. So yeah, so then there's those four reasons that she has uh, put to us for feeling hopeful. And I think they're really exciting. The um, the human intellect is fun. We're, we're learning things every day about all kinds of stuff. Um, so our ability to even to be able to see that there's like a to see the problems and analyze them and know what they are and recognize them, you know, that means you can find solutions when you can recognize something. So, you know, we'll be able to find solutions to a lot of problems. And um, that's kind of exciting, you know, like science and technology and um, all that kind of thing. Um, it's something that when I was reading this book that I found, like I hadn't ever really considered that, that we humans as a species like we invent things that can be you know bad for the environment or whatever um but we can also invent solutions you know and we come up with them all the time and it's really cool um yeah the resilience of nature is exciting as well it means if we work with nature then it will work with us as well and it can bounce back from things. And um, I've seen some great news lately. Um, if you guys are in a, a feeling of like, you know, negative news cycle kind of vibes, um, I highly recommend, there's a few good news uh, sites. And one of my favorites is Future Crunch. They just email you every two weeks and it's really practical. Like there's always, they talk about, you know, conservation and things where there were solutions. And um, yeah, it's exciting some of the stuff that's happening and you're never gonna see it on the, the news because the news is a product that kind of sells you anxiety more than it sells you information. Um, no, I mean, it's fine to watch the news, like don't get me wrong, but it's like there are other other things as well that they're not reporting on. They're more likely to tell you, you know, there was a stabbing in your neighborhood than they're gonna tell you like about some great, uh, area in Scotland that's now going to be conserved or um, indigenous people being given uh, land back or any of that good stuff. There was some great news about the Great Barrier Reef recently. Um, so that's all exciting stuff. And that's on Future Crunch. There's also, um, there's, a, um, um, there's also the Happy Broadcast, which is, there's an email for that that's once a week and it's also good news. And uh, they have an app, I think, as well for positivity, which is fun. Um, but yeah, they are on Instagram. And so then in your feed, you will get little pockets of happy news, positive news. And um, also the joy of that is if you are looking for happy news, the algorithms in Instagram and your other um, social media or like whatever, you will start to get more positive stuff uh, flowing as well, because that's the way it works. So yeah, that's kind of exciting. Um, the power of youth is uh, fun. I think like people, the younger people today are really, you know, different from, you know, when my mother was a kid and stuff like that. I mean, like people, people get stuff done now and um, yeah, like the younger generation are really switched on. And then the indomitable human spirit, I get to say it again. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that one's kind of obvious, but 
yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stories, like real tearjerker stories, uh, which I won't, I won't tell you today, but about, you know, people in war zones and, um, and things like that. And there's always, you know, that, uh, Mr. Rogers thing of like, wherever there's a crisis, look for the help is, I love that. It's so true. Um, but yeah, that's the indomitable human spirit, like our willingness to roll up our sleeves and help people out in a crisis. And, um, yeah, I think that's lovely. And it's our ability to, you know, when we are in the midst of like turmoil, we are able to look up and see, you know, the blue sky above us or, um, yeah, I mean, our, there's always something, you know, like human beings are kind of amazing uh, in that way. So those are four uh, parts of this book. So I don't want to really like, um, because it's a, it was an advanced copy. The book is, has been out for a while now. Um, yeah, there's so much good stuff in this book that I highly, highly recommend it. Um, I don't know if they did an audiobook version of it, but if Jane Goodall <laughs> was reading it, that would be amazing. Um, yeah, let's see. Um, yeah, I don't want to, I had a few quotes I was going to, little things I was going to tell you about this book, but I think actually I will let you guys find it for yourselves because, uh, I don't want to actually quote the book. We're not supposed to do that with ARCs. And, um, also I want you to, you know, if it interests you, if you're feeling a little hopeless, it's a great book to seek out and to, um, dive into because it's very positive. And, um, it's not like, I feel like toxic positivity kind of has a bad name, uh, for obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like to share positive stuff and, um, this is me sharing it basically. Anyway, um, yeah, that's, uh, the book of hope by Jane Goodall and Douglas Abrams. And again, thank you to Saladon who sent me that. There is actually a review of the book, um, on my blog as well. Um, yeah, and here, here endeth the lesson. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like when I talk about things and I get kind of, I really want to share this thing, you know, I, sometimes I feel like I've been talking a lot and, um, I'm like, am I lecturing? Like, I don't want, don't mean to lecture anybody, but it's a podcast with one person. So that's kind of, it's kind of how it goes. Uh, anyway, thank you for joining me and for listening. Um, we have some fun stuff this season. I have a couple of interviews that were really fun. Uh, so you will be hearing those really soon. And yeah, that's it, basically. Um, thank you for listening to Tea and Scandal. You can find me on Instagram at Hermione Flavia or TikTok at Craven Wild. I do have a Ko-Fi now, so if you had to ko-fi.com slash cravenwild you can do things like leave an episode suggestion uh, buy me a cup of tea or you can check out my little store there for um, homemade little art pieces and things like that so that is me and thank you for listening